Coming to you from the OCN Studios and the Denver Technological Center, this is OCN Entertainment with Taj Nahar. What's up, world, and welcome back to another episode of the OCN Entertainment Weekly Podcast. With me today are my friends Graham Briggs and Mackenzie Ritter. Hello, hello. folks. How are you? Hello, welcome. hello. And on this episode, we are going to break down last night's epic battle on Game of Thrones, known as The Long Night. Mm-hmm. So, Graham, where should we begin? Well, I want to just start off with our overall thoughts of the whole episode. And sure. And I, since we have a lady, how about we let ladies first? Mackenzie, what were your thoughts on last night's episode? Generally speaking, overall, how did you feel? It was anxiety-inducing for me, personally. But it was amazing. I loved it. The screens were, like, hella dark, which, like, HBO, you need to fix that and get Mm -hmm. on it. But, you know, overall, it's great. And it depends on how you're watching it, too. I mean, if you're watching it through streaming services, it's going to be... As opposed to what? HBO is a streaming service? Live. Like, on, like, cable versus a stream like HBO Go, where lots of people are streaming from it. Do people still have cable? (laughs) Is that a thing? That's how young she is, folks. That's how <laughs> young she is. Uh, but um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think the the battle itself was pretty. I mean, obviously, it's one of the biggest ever to be done for a TV episode. Um, so it, it was gigantic in its scope. A little bit for me, a little bit lackluster in some points. Um, I think the the darkness of the scenes I think are just definitely one of the things. But I also the flash cuts um, of the battles are sometimes where it was just way too hectic. And I know what he's trying to do. I know what the directors are trying to do. They're trying to make it seem like you're in the battle and you're seeing. But I really like where they do fl- the the quick cuts and then like for example the Arya stuff where she like you see her weapon and you see her use it and it's like a whole choreographed thing so it's quick cut quick cut then right to her taking on you know 20 of them and you see Davos in the back looking at looking at her and being like very surprised and being like wow I didn't know she could do that and impressed at the same time but then that scene going into the next scene with her too it's a long scene so you're like you feel more invested instead of the quick cut quick cut quick cut and you're like what's going on where am i what's what's up so i i like that part a lot but i think they are a little bit um too many quick cuts and i think there's some things where i'm just like i don't know where it's going to pay off now i know that some of the stuff they've been talking about is going to be the the um the, the next story that they're going to do is going to be about the long night and some of the side stuff. So I think they're doing that, uh, pulling off, like, example, brand, um, brand warging into the crows. Like, you only see a little bit of that, but he's warged in those crows for the whole episode, so you don't see everything that's going on. Yeah, but what did he do? He just, like, pieced out. Yeah, well, he's in the crows, so he's, like, warged into them. You see him, like, flash over the Night King, and then that shows the Night King, and then it's gone. Could he have been more useless is my question. <laughs> I mean, Mackenzie does bring up an interesting point because Bran didn't seem like he was doing much. But to your point um, with the quick cuts, I think that the director, Miguel Spotnik, who also yeah. did um, – the Winds of Winter, and of course, Battle of the Bastards. Right. Yep. Uh, had a, it was a huge undertaking, right? So we all heard the stats, right? 55 nights of, of shooting, um, sub-freezing weather. But the episode, I mean, holistically speaking, and I know we're going to go to different scenes here we'll in a minute. Down, yep. um, 
There were many tones. So at the very beginning, it was it was all suspense for the first 15 minutes. You know it was about to happen. Everyone's sort of getting into position, whether they're going down into the crypts or on the wall or doing mm -hmm. whatever. So it's all suspense. Then it becomes an action film, and then it's horror with zombies, and then there's like these intimate portrayals of you think people are going to die, and then they're not going to die. So there was all these. There were multiple tones that were happening throughout the film, um, and I thought personally, uh, I thought he did a great job of of balancing the different tones and kind of going from sequence to sequence. So yeah. you're like, here's a moment of sincere terror followed by a quick funny moment, you know, like Tyrion and the Chris being like, hey, at least we're in Crips, you know, um, and trying to find a delicate balance because this is what we've been waiting for. We've been waiting eight seasons or 10 years for this moment, the battle between the living and the dead. So right. again, visually, one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Um, Story-wise, I think it's time we get into that. Yes. I've got some issues. Uh, okay, let's do that. So we all kind of, uh, so let's just jump right into it, the beginning part. I, I agree with you 100%. I think the beginning is actually... One of my favorite parts is it does bring up that suspense. I mean, we've been waiting for eight years, so, but also it brings up like the terror. Like, I mean, you see Tyrion and you kind of are from last episode, you're thinking about what did he, t he and Bran talk about? And then you just see like his face is just, it's not stoic or like anything. It's like, uh, we're gonna, probably gonna die tonight. And, and uh, the other thing is, you know, when the red woman comes up, which oh, is Sandra. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah, I, Remember her, her name. Well, I don't want to call her by her name because I don't actually like her as a character. But I call her the Red Woman. She just saved that's everyone's name. asses. So. And resurrected John from the dead, but whatever. I she mean, did burn a little okay. girl alive, yeah. but, you know. I mean, you know, seriously. No one's perfect. Take the good with the bad. Just, <laughs> one, just one little girl? She did, yeah. I mean... She's old. She probably burned. But a couple to that hours. point, like, right. we were not expecting to see her, right? So the first thing we see is just her marching by herself... Where did she come from? We don't know. That's fine. She lights the Dothraki swords on fire. Cool. Great little effect, Melson. Thank you. But I, I want to go back to that. Do we not know that she's going to show up? Because I well, don't know what don't, season. I don't know what season. But when Arya was with the band of the brothers and she has the conversation with Arya, it said that I will see you on the last night or whatever. Yeah. Something to that nature. So well, the way I that was it was set up, like we knew she was going to show, yeah. we just didn't know how. How? But or what we're when. saying yeah. is like you have you have everyone at Winterfell on one side, and then you have the army of the dead on the other side. You know it because that's how the last episode ended, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see them. No, you know. And then all of a sudden, Melisandre shows up. Like, yeah. how, where did she come from? Did she come from the side? She looked like it she looked came from the from, army of the yes, dead just coming yes. from them and arrived. And you're like, okay, interesting, whatever, details, irrelevant. Mm -hmm. She lights the Dothraki swords on fire, and for a minute you're like, aw, right. snap, that's, that's they're the, about to go. That's the excitement, and, you know, you've seen that in the other uh, other. Battles and that, that hope quickly dissipated. Yes. That slow fizzle. Well, Ooh, that was a slow burn. So this actually comes down to it. Like this is part of my thing is is the the act of sending those Darthraki out there. Like to me, if I was commanding those, I would never send anything out there to get like the Darthraki. I'd let them all those soldiers come to us and funnel them in. I think there's some like battle plan stuff that well, that it's John Snow with. we're talking about. But it's, he's not the best battle planner. <laughs> True. Uh, the big thing for me is like they're attacking, and I I think that it's a little bit of a safe and kind of a like a soft excuse to just send all the Darth Rack out there. It does bring into the battle and bring us like right into it, so I kind of understand it, um, but. 
it just doesn't, to me, it doesn't feel like something that you would do in a battle, especially if you're protecting a castle. I just feel like there's been, you know, there's there's other, there's a, oh, shoot, I forgot the name of the podcast, but there are actual, like, uh, generals and, like, uh, um, people that have done and looked at, like, historic battles and said that, like, this would probably never happen like this. And I know it's a TV show, but to just get rid of all the Darth Raki, I think it just is a story development for the battle and it was and just it, a cool brings, shot yeah. it was a great shot i i mean it's it you as you were said it brings hope and you're like oh yeah the Dorothy, okay they're gonna go they're gonna do something and it's gonna start the whole battle but then it's just they're completely gone it's yeah. just all the lights start flickering off except jorah who no one could see if he was a white walker oh, or not and he just rides back and he's just like well that was great. Jorah Two had, seconds later. Jorah had the hey magic shield on last night. I mean, every time you're like, oh, Jorah's probably dead, all of a sudden he shows up. So Fast forward, he does die. He does like, die, yeah. but Getting stabbed like a million times. Yeah, yeah. defending Danny. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, died it was a good zone. death for him. Yeah. We're jumping ahead too far. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but I think th- what what it really was for the Darthraki was, A, it was just to get some of the – it was to bring hope and then – drop that hope for everyone. It was to get uh, Danny and Jon Snow to, well, made Danny like uh, premature jump on the dragon. Cause I think the goal was to get the Dorothraki out there and then start bringing, take as much out, then bring them in and then light the, use the dragons to come out and have the Night King come out and then light those um, those trenches, but I think she prematurely jumped on. John has to go. Because those after. are her people. Because at the end of the day, she was with the Dothraki from the very beginning. Agreed. So seeing a hundred thousand of her people Agreed. slaughtered Agreed. just triggered her. Yeah, agree. Yeah. I, I, but I think it's it's like a, to me, it's just a battle thing that I'm just not understanding. I don't. That's one of the things that I'm just like I don't get why they would wouldn't just wait and stand their ground until the other people come. Well, that mean no, Dothraki need to fight in motion, right? Mm. You can't, you're not gonna, Dothraki are not gonna fight standing still on a horse. They actually have to be charging well, towards something to fight. Historically, that's what they do. Right. So that was the reason why they they were on the front lines and they sort of initiated that contact because that's how they fight. They fight in attack mode. They would have been, Agreed. they weren't They weren't successful but, that way, but they would have been just as unsuccessful had they been standing there waiting for well, the and my, zombies my to thought would be they would be the they wouldn't be the first line they would be on the sides and then you would let the 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 whites come in and the then you would is, attack they still outnumbered the them like 100 to 1 so it, no matter what strategy you had it was irrelevant because it was a losing battle because you're significantly outnumbered because if you look at the last episode and you look at the the actual in the war room when they had that map yeah. they they were surrounded oh, yeah. like there is no strategy yeah, I, no, I think there is still a little bit of strategy because they know that they're only coming from one side. Because if you look at it, there's only there the whites are only coming from one area. Right. So I mean, to me, I just think there's a little bit of like where I'm like I wouldn't. The battle plan just seems a little bit sketchy to me. But Fair. essentially, they're just biding their time until they can hopefully kill the Night King. So it's just a matter of like hold him off for as Sacrifices long as possible. Sacrifices needed to be made. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But I think it played more, the reason why I'm saying this is I think it's because it played more into a better story than it is actually the the battle itself. It yeah. was a better story to push the story along. And also I think for um, for them to not have to shoot with all those horses for 50 nights also helped on <laughs> the budget. So, yeah. um, but yes, I think it did its job of 
um, of moving the story along um, and then getting to make um, Danny jump on the, the dragon, which caused the other events to, mm-hmm. to start rolling through, Fair. which I, I think would be a next good thing to, to jump into is um, what do we think about Danny seeing the Darthraki all, all the lights go out and then jumping on and being like, all right, I have to go save my people. Obviously, that's who Danny is, but also doesn't that show that she's not, she's a quick to action, but quick to make, uh, make a call as a leader? I think that's, that's also another thing that's kind of showing is like, she doesn't really think about her actions as much as a leader, quote unquote, should. Um, I mean, you have the other one, Jon Snow, right there too. So, I mean, they're both kind of just... Reckless. They don't really think of they're yes reckless and they don't think about how their actions have long term. But I think but. I mean I, I, you, it's hard to you can't just be you can't analyze it like that in my opinion because at the end of the day this is war and war never goes according to plan right so like get on your dragon and do what you can mm-hmm. so I don't think it's a I don't think it's necessarily her making a irrational decision or not a bad leader at the end of the day it's like plan here's the plan let the Dothraki go fight cool they lost we have to go to a backup plan and fast because not only are the Dothraki dead, but now the Dothraki are dead Dothraki and part of the other army. So it, if anything, it was like, all right, we need to do something and do something quick. And they did, they got on their dragons and they started nuking people. And then it just kind of, it, it, it devolves, but you can't plan for that. So I don't necessarily think it's her being a bad battle commander. I just think it's more like, hey, my people are dying and we need to do something different. Quick. I mean, that's yeah. different ways to look at it. And sure. the one thing, though, that was interesting was when John went after the the commanders. Um, that was an interesting little turn. Like I was thinking, he was going to destroy some of those commanders. We'd see some of the army fall, and then the Night King would come out. But the whole wall of whatever ice the and storm. snow. Yeah, he, bring, yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. brings the storm, yeah. and the Night King yeah. brought the storm. So yeah. right when John wanted to you know, attack, he couldn't because he got caught up in a storm, and I think that was also visually one of the cooler moments when you have dragons flying through snow and, and having this epic visual battle, and yeah. it just adds to the confusion of everything that, that's happening because mm-hmm. they from the sky can't see what's going on down right. there because they're lost, you yeah. know, and so they were just fighting a losing battle from the beginning. Yeah, All I these mean, other elements were were played into it. So. Yeah, that goes to the best shot of the the dragons coming out of the clouds. Yeah, and that I wish the battle would have been shot from that angle instead of like close in, and just too many quick cuts and kind of because it felt like I was in the battle, which was great, but at the same time, like I couldn't see exactly what was happening, and, and I, I think that was a little bit of what they wanted too. But it was also disappointing that there was no like there was a scene where you know the Night King is is chasing. Daenerys and he's blowing his blue fire at her yeah. um, as they're flying up and it's really really cool but there was no dragon on dragon firefight at all so there was never Danny's dragon or John's dragon against the Night King's dragon blue right. versus you know regular fire like I was right. kind of hoping for like a Harry Potter yeah, yeah. wand moment yeah. you know yeah. what I mean kind yeah of thing. exactly that didn't happen well yeah I know I, I mean in the books they talk a lot about don't care about the books I know you don't care but I'm they're, gonna read them. But they're showing the that they're showing that they're. I agree with you. I wanted to see the fire and ice, boom battle. But I think the grappling is fan, is truer to the books um, and kind of what the dragons do in the books. Um, it, it was interesting. I I really don't. Is the blue flame f- 
freezing or is it ho- too That's hot? That's what like, I was wondering. I thought it was. I thought it was too like, hot. Like what is it? But it makes more sense for it to be ice. I so don't like, know. I don't know. See, yeah, and we'll never know. We'll never know. Moving on. Well, maybe what's we'll. next? Um, he gone. Okay, so we just we kind of jumped ahead, but um, I think one of the big things that uh, that uh, next to talk about would be um, them being pushed back um, and. Um, because of that ice cloud, um, Danny and John cannot light the um, the trenches. So we have um, all the unsullied protecting everyone else to get back into the to the castle, and then except basically Grey Worm because he has a panic attack. Well, and that's the other thing is Grey Worm's up front. He says, you know, protect the the uh, the um, withdrawal. Yeah, stand your ground. But yet, and then like he, we see him supposedly die like ten times, and I'm like, this dude's still here. I'm like, just die already. Like I love Grey Worm, but like, dude, you should have died like ten times over. Yeah, he goes from the front of the Unsullied to all the way to the back. And but, then he's just like, all right, well. But then he ends up leading the charge and kind of fighting to create a pathway right, for, for Melisandre to come yeah. back and do her magic. Yeah. And, and that scene, the lighting of the trench was really cool and the way that they did it. But there was also a moment where they zoom in on her eyes and you see it light up. And it really reminds me of when um, uh, Lord, or was it uh, whatever Lannister. Oh, um, at the end, of, at the end of season six, where Cer- or Cersei blows up to set Baylor, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he's about to blow out the candles, but then you see the the fire, the green fire, light up in his eyes. It's like the exact same mm. shot, and the, visually that was cool, right? Because it's like ah, they have the fire ring around Winterfell, right. they're safe for like two minutes until they break through that, and then all hell breaks loose. I have again. a I have a little problem with it because she first she comes out of nowhere, lights the Dothraki swords with like maybe two little sayings. She has to say that like five times to get that whole trench going. Yeah, it's a different. I, it's a different. I thing, understand you know? that it's to build, a, you know, anticipation and also to get that shot of that white jumping as the fire goes and then being lit on fire. So that was a cool shot too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they they move everyone back, um, and then um, John and Danny are still like. That's Doing when they nothing. start. Well, they're they're up there. They're they're they're. Lost in the clouds, I guess. And that's when we we cut to Theon and Bran, and Bran goes, all right, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) See you you later. And then he goes into his warg mode, and you see the crows, and then the crows' action is just to get you to see where the Night King is. So then the camera shoots to the Night King, and then you kind of see the Night King, and um, and then does John... I've only seen the episode once. I need to rewatch it. But is it John and who sees the Night King first, or is it Danny that attacks the Night King first? I think I, I think it was John. John in, in the sky. It's John and, and the Night King that are having a, a fight. Right. And then Danny comes oh, in out of yeah, nowhere, yeah, right, knocks right, him yeah. off right, yeah. his, knocks the Night King off the dragon. He falls, and then Danny follows him. And yeah. then there's this epic moment where the Night King's standing there, and then Danny's like Jakar. Right. Right. And tries to light him on fire, and surprise, he doesn't die. He's so sad about it too he's, he's like no nah, yeah not he, today he looks at her and he kind of like just smiles and and then she's like well what the heck how are you not dying and then there's a the theory you know we have to, once we thought he was a stark now he might be a targaryen yeah 
we don't know, and maybe we'll never know, or maybe we will know. You know? I think the spinoff will have something to do with it won't. what you don't think so. Well, no, you talking about the, the spinoff show? Yeah, the spinoff no, the show. The spinoff show takes place ten thousand years before the events of Game of Thrones. There's no King's Landing. There's I nothing. thought they were doing the one that was that took place. They were doing a spinoff that took place during this this battle no. itself. No, mm, I'm, we're, we're gonna have to check. Yeah, that. you're oh. absolutely incorrect. I don't know about that. Yeah, you're not even close. Okay, to well, correct. I mean. I know this to be I true, might know. and I know you're wrong. Okay, that's cool. okay though. Um, so then the next thing then would be, um, yeah. So why does the Night King? the The good question here is why is uh, he not affected at all by dragon fire? I genuinely think it's because he was a Targaryen. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. Which Targaryen? Targaryen we don't know. Don't get burnt. Yeah, or dragons don't get burnt because yeah. then there's like yeah. now is John, uh, you know immune to fire we don't know that either he came pretty close to being part of like in fire sequences but never was he like actually walking through fire or, or gets nuked himself well and, and if you think about it he's the only like targaryen who wasn't like inbred like he's got half stark blood true so like does that make him more susceptible or less i don't know yeah but to that point after the night king does not die after daenerys jacaris is him um then john sort of charges after him and in this moment we think oh we might actually get a john snow night king battle and then right before he gets there he has Psych. another one of those come at me bro moments and he raises everyone from the dead um and it, and then again with his little smirky face turns and walks away He's does like, this is the does he not want to face him for other reasons or does he just say oh i'm just gonna let them deal with it why like, would he he's too powerful he's like i don't need to fight you they'll fight you i got bigger fish to fry in this case i need to go find bran mm -hmm. he's like why would i waste my time you're a great fighter mm -hmm. i've seen you fight i'm not mm -hmm. gonna take my chances you don't I'm think there's more behind it I, there could be but at the end of the day if you think about it like why would i fight someone if i can commission a hundred other people to fight him for me when i'm on a different mission sure. his mission isn't to kill Jon snow no no his mission is to find brand right so he was able to do both he's like i'm gonna go find brand while mm -hmm. i'm gonna raise more people from the dead and good luck with that bro see you later i'm just saying that you know he this is multiple times where this has happened and they have the stare down so yeah. i'm just saying like there's got to be i feel like there's something a little bit more i agree with you 100 percent, but i'm just thinking is there something more to that and maybe I don't know. Maybe and we'll we find could, out. And we, and we could because eventually, you know, the Night King gets to Bran and he doesn't kill him right away, but he stares at him mm -hmm. for like a good two minutes. So yeah. they have a moment where there's why? What is that? And I a think moment. that they did. But obviously there's more to this story, right? So we have three episodes left. The Night King's dead. He's gone. Or is he? We don't know, but they built this whole show and this, especially this season, surrounding this battle between the living and the dead. Mm -hmm. That battle's over, and we have three 90-minute or ish episodes left to tell more of this story. So, is Bran gonna come out and reveal more parts of the story? Are we gonna find out who John really is? Like, we don't know, but like they left us. Well, we already know. We already, yeah. yeah. I mean, we know the basics of who the. John's father. Oh, well, we know. And mother I'm saying, but I'm saying, is there, uh, is Westeros going to find out what happens? Like, because right now it's only Danny, Bran, oh, and yeah. Sam who know who John really is. Right. And obviously, John himself. But is there going to be a reckoning? Is there, after this, it's like, hey, by the way, guys, I'm Aegon Targaryen. Is he going to like? And we what don't do know. we think Danny's going to do? Because in the previous episode, she was like super power hungry. I thought she might kill this dude. And yeah. this episode, she had a chance to just basically like let him die. Right. But she saved him. So, who, who knows? knows? Love's a complicated thing. Isn't it, Graham? It's, it is. Um, and then, uh, so 
this kind of brings back into sure. kind of let's jump into like some of the other characters that we have. Arya, that's so, the gravest injustice of this show is we have yet to talk about Arya, uh, aka. Hold on, I, I'm going to talk about the, the the other main characters that Don't are matter. battling, and then we can go into. Be my guest. Okay. Um, so the the three way conversation here for um, uh, Jamie, uh, Brianna Tarth, and Tormund. Um, I thought they should all be dead. I thought one of them or two of them were going to die, and it was going to be more dramatic, it, and something was going to happen. Definitely looked like they were going to. There were moments like where twenty times. Yeah, you're like that. Oh my god, they're going to die. They're going to yeah. die, and then they just don't. And it's like in a weird way, I love those characters, right? That we've been yeah. with them for years, yeah. and you don't want them to die. But in a way, I was kind of hoping they would die. Well, right? I mean, Jamie, I. I like more now than I did at the beginning, obviously. Uh, he's kind of one of those redemption characters. I sure. know that they're pushing Theon a little bit more than, than Jamie, but I think Jamie actually had a more redemption um, than, than Theon did. But I like the Theon in this episode. Um, but so, yeah, Jamie, like, his thing for me is that, especially because it was such a big concern of him being a good, like, good in battle because he lost his fighting arm um it made me kind of like question like are what is the next thing for all three of these characters are they going to pull a game of thrones or is this going to be like a all happy sweet ending so those three characters kind of led me to this like what it's kind of pushing for this is it going to be a happy go ending or are they going to do something in the next three episodes that's going to be is cersei worse than the Night King is what I'm trying to no, get at. No, I, I get that, and I, I think they should. I mean, I, I don't think it would be true to the show if everyone lives happily ever after. But I also don't think that I don't think that's going to happen because people did die in this episode. I mean, Theon died, and he's yes. been with us in season episode one, yeah. season and one. Jorah. Yeah. Jorah died. Jorah died. Lady yeah. Mormont died. Beric Dondarrion died. The Night King died. Like, there were yeah. a fair amount of people who actually died, and I think because we're towards the end, Game of Thrones isn't just going to be like, oh, Brienne died, Jamie yeah. died. But, Each, but, everyone's going to eventually, some people will live, some people yeah. will die, but I think what they're trying to do is give everyone these last few characters the deaths they deserve. And that's what they were talking about. Like Once you got to the end credit scene, is they were like, look, we couldn't give every single character a death that they deserve because it just would have been too much, which right. I get. And this I episode thought, specifically. Yeah. Right. We're talking about the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. The, inside with, the episode. Yeah, but uh, David like and, the way yeah. they teed up Brienne in that last episode, yeah. I'm like, there is a 100% chance. I would have bet like 50 bucks on that, yeah. that she would have died for sure. Right. But, but here the, she is. The other thing is like they've like lived, but they're, it's just them. It's not like... You know other battles where you see oh our favorite characters live and there's other supporting cast around them it's just like oh only our, the the main characters well, and that's i just the thing. felt like there wasn't anything around now that around this battle's them. over it comes back to what's next right I or mean, how much how, how defeated are they sure. and are they ready to take i'm gonna on? say pretty defeated yeah but if you go back to the end of season seven cersei has a line when they're when they have that big meeting where after Jon snow refuses to like bend the knee to cersei pretty much she's like the dead will deal with you first, and then we'll deal with whatever's left of you. And to Cersei's credit, it kind of worked out exactly how she had hoped. Mm-hmm. The Night King's dead. All of the the, un, the the army of the dead has been defeated. Pretty much you got Jon Snow, Khaleesi, two dragons, and 15 people who survived, right? And now that uh, what's going to happen next? Are they going to march down to King's Landing with two dragons and a couple boats to face a well-rested 
army of the Golden Company and Cersei and her whole thing? Or are they just going to be like, you know what? Forget it. We're just going to try to live out our days in peace. Cersei's got it right, though. I swear. She was just like, I'm just going to chill here with my glass of wine and just let you guys sort it out. Mm -hmm. Just have to deal with Euron in the meantime. But hey. Yeah, but I think she's, yeah, I mean, she's got it right for herself, and that's it. But I mean, That's all she cares yeah, about. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I understand. I get it. But uh, all I'm, yeah, I mean, and clearly, like, her little thing with her brothers is going to I think their saving but. grace, Danny and John's, is going to be with the Iron Islands. Uh, yeah, I, I do think the yeah. Ironborn will, will come and help. But, I I mean, we can get into this later because I, I really do want to, like, go through a couple more things, and then sure. we can then we can get – talking about what's going to happen on the next episode because no our next couple episodes um so yes let's talk about aria um i kind of yes, brought it up already queen. but i mean the the weapon is pretty sick that she got made um she was like courtesy of her boy toy yeah mm -hmm. stop all production on everything else this is the most important thing and it, it did turn out to and be she pretty had important some pretty badass fight sequences with yeah. it where mm -hmm. she used it as one she used it as two like yeah. and it was great and like, i did yeah. and I, see her. to be honest the the scene with her in the um was that in like the kitchen where she's library or, library yeah so her like well library. i mean library did you just say library i did say library oh no <laughs> What's wrong? You can't be on a podcast if you say library. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, her sneaking around, um, I thought was a really good scene because not only was it showing that someone that we thought was a super strong uh, fighter was also tired but also scared of the enemy. Um, not only that, but it showed how, like, she was how quiet and how like smart she was at well but the one thing that i was kind of like a little bit like distraught about was when she goes underneath the table and the, her blood is dripping and that is the sound that the undead hear not like footsteps and other things i'm like first of all who can hear those drops of blood they, they must have they must have like Super supersonic <laughs> ear hearing for um, blood. Drips, I think you're being too technical and you're trying I to put so flaws too. in the show no. at things that don't really matter. I don't. I think they do matter. I don't think bit, they but, matter. But anyways, uh, so her leaving and then her being saved by um, the uh, hound. Well, no, she's not saved by that. She's saved by the hound and and Beric. Ba Beric. Yeah, and Beric's the real one that kind of like yeah. holds. He's basically like. Holding back the all the whites, I wanted to yell like Hodor needs to come out yeah. right now. What is with all these men on this show that can get stabbed like fifty times and still be like, "Oh, I got it, I got it, ladies." Like, don't worry, I got it. They do what they got to do to survive, mm -hmm. you know. I guess so. Well, and also like you see him and you're like, "Oh, that's his dressing. That's great." But then you also like the next scene, you see him get pulled out with the Hound and Arya out, and then they like close the door behind him, and then. The web woman just comes out of nowhere. Again. And she's just like, oh, I told you we'd see each other again. Here's Hello. something I got to say to that. So she she has a moment with Arya mm -hmm. in that room where um, I remember you. You remember me. We met many years ago. I told you that I'd close many eyes. You were right about that. Brown eyes, green eyes, blue eyes, right? So she, he's, she's definitely closed brown eyes. Later in the episode, she closes a lot of blue eyes, but she technically hasn't closed any green eyes yet. So there's a theory that that green eyes is Cersei because she's the only person left on the show that has green eyes. So you're going to 
She hasn't done it yet, so was that also foreshadowing that she's going to kill Cersei? But is that too obvious that she kills both the Night King and Cersei? Maybe. But she really hates Cersei. Like, she's number They're one on, on her, her list. hit list. Yeah. So. so who knows? I hope know? so. I love Arya. It could be. But I agree because then they have that moment, and then there's another moment in in that sequence where she, um, Melisandre says, "What do we say to the God of Death?" And then not today, not today. Well, everyone cries in the background. Right, exactly. But then it's like, okay, well, who was Melisandre? Did she know about this this backstory the whole time? Was she really Jack and Hagar? Who knows? But then Arya Ooh, disappears. Interesting thought. Arya disappears for the next 15 minutes, and other things happen, and then resurfaces. Right, so it's very interesting. It was. It was. It was a wild episode with so many characters and so many narratives, all, in my opinion, brilliantly cut up together. Um, because by the time we see Arya at the very end, I legit forgot that she was around. Because you're then they do a really good job of cutting to other stories and other people's issues and other parts of this battle. Um, to when she does resurface, it's like, yeah. oh snap. The whole time, though, I was just coming. like, even when John was trying to dodge that dragon fire, I was just like, just calm down. Arya, hurry up. Everyone's <laughs> literally like two seconds away from dying for the past like 50 minutes. <laughs> just get it together, girl. Exactly. So. And then, yeah, so I mean, that brings it. I mean, I kind of, the last little bit is, you know, Theon, you know, he's the last Ironborn and he's got all these whites around him. Um, he went down swinging for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then redemption a little bit. I think the the show is trying to push the redemption a little bit more a than a little the, bit. Yeah, well, a lot more than what he took a yeah. he took a pole through the stomach. Graham, give the guy a little bit of credit. I, I'm giving him credit, but I'm just saying, like, I just I feel like they push him a little bit more than than what needs to be. Um, Personal preference, um, but Personal I also preference. I would have liked I, Sansa I also, and Theon together, but hey, it's okay. I shipped them, but to do whatever. What? Uh, okay, kind of like. You, thanks for the hand <laughs> gestures, there, yeah. Graham. Everyone knows what I'm doing. <laughs> Hopefully, if you haven't seen the meme, they would have been cute. She doesn't want to have like she. Theon. Okay, like when she was younger, she like wanted the whole like. Tyrion's like, not good enough for White picket fence, like 2.5 kids in her gorgeous castle. <laughs> but now she doesn't care about that. She just wants to, like, do her own thing and, like, command her own castle. But she wants to be in charge. You, you don't know? think Tyrion's going Tyrion to slide in those she, DMs? Oh, he, oh, he did in those yeah. crypts. He, yeah. he shoot his shot. But you yeah. know what? Good try. Uh, it it doesn't work, work for me. Mm. No, it's wow. a no from me, dog. <laughs> Anyways, so for for Theon to like, it's it's a nice moment with him and Bran, but when he attacks, first of all, I'm just like, we all know what's gonna happen here. But like, he has a lawn spear. Like, he can't throw that or do something else. He attacks. The Night King just does a quick sidestep, breaks it, and stabs him with it. Like, it was too quick of a death for me if they wanted to really get a good redemption and Theon to be like, and I know he's not the greatest fighter, but I wanted a little bit more of, like, a little bit more of a battle between those two. Just a little bit more. Um, whoops, hit the mic. Um, so that was that was a little bit of, like, ugh. But also, like, seeing the Night King walk up there, it's kind of like I wanted to have some, like, like background music, boy band stuff, like you him know, and like his. When the when the group comes into the club already sauced from the pregame. Yes, exactly. That's what that looked like. 
you know? Yes, exactly that. Need some, need some strong club music right there. And then he just walks up, and then all you see is he kind of he, he stares at Bran, and then you see they cut to a quick shot of one of his commanders and the hair fl- flipping, and then you see, I mean, the best shot is Arya jumping. But where did she jump from? That's, the, that's, that's where I'm coming from, too. Is she see, running and then see, jumping? you've been on a lot of technical stuff tonight. Yeah, this but is I understand because that whole entire Godswood is surrounded by white. So, like, how did she just, like, jump? Just, like, alley-ooped it. She's, like, five foot. Well, I mean, I think the question is, did she, like, use a face well, to get in there close? Well, that's what I wanted close? to see. That's what I was waiting for. I'm like, Arya's... I really thought Arya was Bran. I thought she was using Bran's face at some point, and they had just, like, swapped out. She can only out. use the face of someone who's dead. Yeah. She can't use the face of a Okay, well, kill Bran. No one cares about him. Whoa. <laughs> I know the Night King is trying to kill him, and that's, like, the whole thing that we're trying to avoid here. <laughs> but, like... The, this he's about dude, all, he's this about emo the kid in the, his stupid wheelchair that just is like, yeah, everyone go die. Like Professor X. Yeah, I'm the three eyed raven. You know he go like sim- he symbolizes all the past in humanity. I and I'm aware, but we have books, and he's pretty much useless, and he doesn't tell anyone anything. So what's the point? But I think that's part what's of the to point. Your, the point is, I think he's still alive, just like. Theon was still alive all these years for a reason. I think that Bran is still alive he for a reason. He better do something And I think that moment soon. that they had when 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 Bran warged into his birds and was flying around and he was like, I'll see you later. Stuff happened during that time that we didn't see revealed in this episode, but I think Maybe will be revealed. Maybe stuff in King's Landing. Correct. And I also think that, you know, him having that moment with the Night King where they're like staring at each other, they communicated in a way and i think that will also be revealed because i don't think mm. thrones is going to leave many questions unanswered um i think there are a lot of twists and turns about what's going to happen and who's going to do what with what information um but i again guys we still have three episodes and we have three you know 80 plus minute episodes left and the battle between the living and the dead is over so we think mm. right so who knows? Maybe some of those theories are still valid. Maybe they're not. But, you know, Brad is still around for definitely a reason, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay, so get it past the technical part. Um, so the Night King grabs Arya by the neck. She has her Valyrian dagger, which is the dagger that was supposed to use to be killed, to kill Bran with. Um, and then it kind of does a drawback to um, Arya when she's um, in um, Brienne of Tarth are um, sparring in the um, in Winterfell mm-hmm. um, when she tr- switches hands mm-hmm. with the, the dagger to mm-hmm. to uh, quote unquote um, win that that uh, that sparring battle. Um, so she drops it from you know one hand into the other, and uh, the placement is also very important on where she kills the Night King because that's exactly where the Children of the Forest created the Night King mm-hmm. created the Night King in the same exact in the same area I don't know if it's exactly the same but mm-hmm. it's in the same exact area um, so props to that kind of bringing that back and, and showing that you know they do for shots they do have thought forward of what why they're shooting things and that was a great callback and awesome moment um, to see you know the Night King fall a little bit sad though I was like Oh shoot! That's that's it. That's eight years of all of this. Like, 
And it seemed Anxiety. like it ended a little quickly, right? You, the, yeah. the Night King didn't fight anyone, right? No. Uh, granted, he was on the dragon doing things, but he never fought anyone. He never did anything. None of his lieutenants did anything. I mean, he threw a, a spear he at Danny. He threw a spear at yeah. Danny, yeah. but it was all the undead that were doing most of right. the fighting. Yep. Um, and it just... It kind of felt a little anticlimactic because, like, I mean, he's like the ultimate hype man, isn't he? Yeah, it just he's yeah. the ultimate. Like, we're wait, yeah, we're waiting, you know, eight years for this moment, yeah. and it was cool that Arya got to kill him, you know, and even though she came out of nowhere and it d- yeah. defied sense and logic, and but one like it was one stab with a Valyrian steel dagger, and then poof, that's it. Yeah, that entire storyline done, done, ended, done. See, or I, is I it? can kind of see them not making it such a battle sequence though because that's what they've done this whole series is just battle 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 like two people against each other but i still agree with you guys in that it wasn't quite enough like i wrote i would have loved to see aria like take a face of like one of the lieutenants or something or something or or the dagger drops into bran and then bran ends up having to stab himself and then by stabbing himself he dies but the entire knight army dies as well that would have been or even better like you find out that bran and Tyrion have that like conversation Mm -hmm. and that during that conversation bran says like oh i know when it's gonna happen and then Tyrion's like well you could do something with like your wheelchair and like have like a switch or something like that, and all of a sudden, like <laughs> a, a little thing yeah, shoots, shoots out, out, out yeah. or something. Like yeah. I don't know, like something. No, Bran can't do anything useful, so that would be Whoa. out of the Whoa. question. I mean, geez. someone's not a fan of Bran. Yeah, uh, clearly not. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I mean, that kind of during all of this too mm-hmm. is another thing that I I'm frustrated with is Jon Snow. I know that they didn't want Jon Snow to be the like hero of this battle. But I felt like Jon Snow was taken down like so many notches in this battle of like, what did Jon Snow do? I mean, he didn't really didn't do anything. I agree. He didn't do anything in this battle. I actually agree with Graham over here. So I, yeah, I don't disagree. I yeah. think that his part of his thing was trying to, he's the only one, at, uh, one of the only people up until this point that's actually faced the army of the dead. So he kind of understands. But how take your dragon to the, the, to the woods and take it to the tree and like, be by brand and like you know that that's where the he was there for a minute well that so he after he was lost in yeah i saw he went down there and then the dragon comes so he has to take off again and trying to do all these things so you know he he did what he 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 tried to try i'm not even i'm not saying he was the best because he wasn't but there is kind of an interesting moment where he after he somehow escapes all the dead and Mm -hmm. then he's trying to get to brand he passes torment who he sees is losing, he passes Brienne, and he passes Sam. Savage. Sam's on the ground yeah, crying, crying like, I'm yeah. about to die. And, God, and then I hate jo- Sam. Why couldn't Sam die? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Hold no, on, no, hold no. on. Yes. But then John walks by all of them. And as, as, as sort of the leader that's always saved his friends, he's like, I can't even help you now because I have a bigger problem, you know, bigger fish to fry kind of thing. Sam's still alive because Sam's going to sit on the Iron Throne. Sam, yeah. no, Boom. I Him and will Gilly, riot. No, him and Gilly both need to have another really hardcore scene, I think. Why don't you like Sam? I hate Sam. Why? Oh, I I don't even know. It's just something about him bugs me so much. Like is is he he even that smart? No. Does he try he's not brilliant. No, he just reads a lot. He tried very hard. He tries hard. He's not necessarily he doesn't have any street smarts. He doesn't have any skills. He's basically useless. He's just a screen time filler upper. That's not true. It is true. I mean, I don't like. I don't like. Sam. He definitely helps well, along Sam the story. Sam doesn't like you either. He definitely helps along the story. I mean, he's the one that tells John about who his parents are. Right. I 
was looking at BuzzFeed today. Side oh, note. Oh gosh. And it came Let's up. Let's follow all of our stuff on BuzzFeed because they know everything about Game of Thrones. It came up with an article that said, "Which astrological sign are you with like the Game of Thrones character?" And I got Sam, and I was so triggered. <laughs> We found out the real reason why yeah. you don't like Sam. Okay. Thanks, BuzzFeed. <laughs> Shout out um, to BuzzFeed. I think the only other thing, uh, before we get to like the ending and kind of where we're seeing and rating the episode and then the next three episodes, is the Lady Mormont. Oh. Uh, I mean, Another we didn't really queen. talk about the crypts, but I mean, I The I true really, queen really, of Winterfell. Well... I mean, you know, she, she's was a great, a, she was supposed to be a one scene she's character. A one scene yeah. character, yeah, yeah. But she crushed it so I mean, well that they did one. She, got the, she got the yeah. death she deserved, she right? Did. She was yeah. a she badass. She, a tiny little girl but took also, down a giant. Where are the Mormont like, knights protecting her? Like, she's by herself the whole dead, time. Dead, bro. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. dead. <laughs> All right. House Mormont is dead. All right. I don't yeah. know if you know they this. Now it's, now yeah. it's gone. Yeah. Jorah's um, dead. Lady Mormont's dead. The dad's dead. But yeah, the giant crushing her and then her stabbing him in the eye is. Like, Beautiful. I mean, it's a great scene, Stunning. but also that that crushing was like I was, like, oh my goodness, but good good honor for um for stabbing. She the rallied. She, she did. did rally. She rallied, and then she became a white at the end there. But yeah, for a second, for, for a, a second, second. For yeah. a second. it's okay. Yeah. She she was fine. Yeah. yeah, and then so I mean, what let's else? go also to Jorah. I mean, that also made me. Hearing the inside he died the, in the friend inside the episode, yeah, I mean, obviously tragic, but more importantly, like, I mean, I guess him showing up every time that he did, I was like, he wait, he's still alive, and then also like to have Danny like when she saved Jon Snow, and then all those whites jumped on the dragon. They used that as a plot to just make sure that Danny was down on the ground and Jorah had to save her. Great. It's a good thing for Jorah. I really appreciate it. But that. it also shows that, you know, when it comes down to survival, Drogon was more concerned about himself than his mom. Yes. Because at the end of the day, yes. Khaleesi was on him, and they were he was trying to fly off, and he's like, yep. bitch, Bye. get off me. Yep. And and when once he fell, well, once she fell, he didn't try to go back to her immediately. He was like, I need to get these off no, me first. No, he waited until everyone else was dead, and then he was like, oh, like, sorry, mom. Like, yeah, I'm back now, yeah. you know, so... Yeah. And that's well, the first time we'd ever seen Khaleesi fight for herself. So she yeah. killed she was, a couple. Yeah, she you know? wasn't great, but she tried. At but that's all. the point. Like she's yeah. not. She's not she's meant not to be great. Just like Sam, yeah. they're not meant to be great. They're well, not warriors. No. And what was great about Jorah? Like, unpopular opinion. I actually really liked Jorah. Like, I didn't want him and Khaleesi to get together because that would be weird, and he's too old. But he that's really ageism. He, sorry about it. He loved her so much, and like his whole. Since the beginning, he was just trying to protect her. Since she got married to Khal Drogo and everything, he was just trying to protect her the whole time. And to for him to go out with that death, like literally at some point, just like giving up, even fighting, and just like using his body basically as her own personal shield, like that's some heavy stuff. It was. He, he, it was how he needed to die. He needed to, de- to He needed to die defending Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Khaleesi. Yes, agreed. And interesting part about the about Drogon. It, do you think that is a thing that will become more of a plot line in the next? I think three it episodes? could be more of a problem because I mean, all right. So let's before I jump into that, my my thoughts on that. Um, let's go ahead and let's rate this episode. Five out of five. No, we're. 
I don't know how this works. <laughs> it's all right. I was going to jump into it, but I appreciate the enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, we do a one to ten scale, ten being the best. Ten out of ten would. Okay, so <laughs> would this again. is this is this the best episode ever on Game of Thrones? Hmm. It it gave me an ulcer just about, but probably was in my opinion. Um, okay. I think I have to give it like an eight and a half or a nine. Um, and the reason is, is because I think the expectations were high and they delivered cinematically. This episode delivered anyone who says that this episode fell short, they're haters. They don't know what they're talking about. They're just mad because some people didn't die that they hope would die. And they didn't see the night King dying in that fashion. However, from a sheer magnitude standpoint, from a sheer production value standpoint, from a sheer, this is what we have been waiting for. Did we see what we wanted to see? Absolutely. The reason I don't give it an absolute perfect score is because I think it 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 threw me off in terms of they they being the show made us believe that the fight between the living and the dead wasn't going to end in this episode. That there was going to be more to the story. But the way that it ended, I think, just threw me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there were some moments that I wasn't a huge fan of. You know, um, I think that all the best characters or some of the main characters somehow surviving again um, was like a little, all right, guys, come on. Like, there's no way that you should survive this. But does that mean that Game of Thrones is going to come back and give them more tragic, untrue deaths in some weird capacity? Like, is Brienne just going to be in King's Landing? Then all of a sudden someone just stabs her in the back and she dies by herself. Like, who knows how it's going to happen? But it was still one of the greatest episodes I've ever seen, for sure. Um, 100%. I'm the out outlier here. I I'm gonna give what it else is new? a seven and a half up to like an eight. I think I will move. Definitely, Nobody likes you, Graham. I'll definitely move it up to an eight later on if the other three episodes pull the way I think they're gonna pull. But mm-hmm. I I agree with you on like it's a huge like first of all this is huge for a TV show to do what was it, an hour twenty nine minutes mm-hmm. twenty two. Uh, hour and 22 minutes of a full bat almost full battle like first of all the longest battle scene in not just tv but also movie history yes Uh, agreed no i i I know science i was just like what did she just look this up on buzz oh okay you got vice it's a different platform thank Thank you you very much um i read it on our community uh, now actually (laughs) (laughs) i'm just plugging everyone else but ourselves it's fine but yeah so i I understand how big this was, and I think they did very well in some areas, and I think some areas I was a little bit disappointed in. I I think, like I said earlier at the beginning of the show, I I liked Arya's stuff. I've liked some of the other battle scenes. Um, I liked how it ended. I really liked, you know, the the whole... um, It tied it back together with the Red Woman, but the big thing here... Melisandre, use her name. Say her name. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> there's a reason why I don't <laughs> say her name. Um, but there's also a whole thing about Jon Snow being, um, oh gosh, I can never say it properly, but Azira High, um, being the one that's supposed to bring down uh, the Night King. Yeah, prophecy's BS, bro. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, that is either they're going back on it or they're going to come back to it in some weird way. Um, in the next couple episodes, but I think there's a couple other little things that I had. I also probably watching it again. I'll probably go back and see little bit pieces that I missed and be like, oh, okay, 
that's better. But yeah, for right now, it's it's, it's probably I think uh, the Battle of the Bastards is probably one of my fa- is my favorite battle scene. Then this then this one would be my next favorite battle, and then Heart Home, and then uh, probably. Blackwater Bay would then be my follow-up. But, yeah, this one's not my favorite even fighting thing. So, I mean, mm. so I'd seven and a half. But Harsh I bet, critic. But I bet, I bet it will get better on the next three episodes if they do what I want. Because I'm thinking if... They have to do what you want, Yeah. Graham. Well, no, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying just my personal preference. If they, <laughs> if they follow what I'm thinking is going to happen, then I'm going to be happy. And I they will won't. actually... And if they don't, then that's fine too. I mean, it's not a. It's fine. But I will the Hit show with the K. The show will increase in my score rating if they follow kind of my thoughts. You hear that, but HBO? Yeah. <laughs> Grand score listening? is low right now. Yeah, HBO, you need to come with it. It's not even that low. I mean, it's a fantastic episode. It's it's great, but like compared to the, some of the other battles. How scenes, high were you when you watched it? I wasn't high at all. Oh, that's, that was your, that's problem. your problem. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to watch it again tonight, so maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, okay, so oh, got our ratings in. So now, what do we think? Let's just take the next episode. What do we think the next episode is going to hold for us? So you're saying banging Euron? Oh, God. Well, there's definitely going to be we some know. of that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't. And I'm not even going to fork. I think I, – uh, I don't even know. Yeah. No idea. I think we'll see some Ironborn coming back. I uh, think we could see be... some Ironborn coming back. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. know. I really don't. Well, they first they have to horses. clean up all those bodies. First of all, yeah. Like, I, do they burn them? Like now that the night is do you take that chance? I mean, you still got to do you that. You still got to burn them, yeah, right? It's yeah. got to smell bad yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, and and that's a lot of bodies too. I mean, if you mm-hmm. saw some of the pan out shots, it's a yeah, lot of it's bodies. It's a lot of bodies. Um. So I I think obviously. You know, seeing the previews, obviously we see, and they were pushing the idea that, you know, Danny's going to stand up and try and, like, be like, but oh, now al- we're going to go take showed, Cersei. They also show Targaryen ships heading somewhere. Where else would they be heading besides King's Landing? Yep, yep. So um, I, I think part of the episode, the next episode, is going to be them just rebuilding and figuring out a plan. And I think John's going to not be saying anything. And I think it's still going to be stoic. Kinda, Kind of in the well, I don't. John kind of that ha- awkward, like yeah, I was banging my aunt kind of way, and now she low key maybe wants to kill me, so maybe I'll just kind of give her the cold shoulder and try and ghost. I don't know if he's speaking of ghost. What happened to ghost? Oh, ghost is like? still alive. I s- Buzzfeed. Yes. <laughs> God dang it, Buzzfeed. Okay, it was yes. in a screenshot of the next trailer. Ghost yes. has been confirmed to be alive still. Great. Well, we need yes. to see more from him because yeah. we didn't see anything. Well, I mean, they yeah. also. He takes after his dad that way. The shot of him, like, why was he in that group either? Like, he's really c- good in close battle. Like, why isn't he protecting Bran? Like, I don't know. That's that's a whole other thing that I don't even want to get into. But I, I think it's going to be recovery, what their plan is, and then it's going to be kind of seeing... Another setup? It's going to be another... It's going to be a setup, but I think it, by the end of the episode, I think it will be... Uh, Does anyone die next week? Does Cersei get her elephants? Ooh. Well, definitely I think, not. I think the elephants still might show up. <laughs> I, I have faith that we might see elephants. <laughs> no, I think they already spent their budget. They don't want to spend any money on elephants. Spoken um, like a true project manager, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to keep it in the budget. All right. Oh, my God. Real numbers guy yeah. over here. Uh, but I, I definitely think you're going to see the setup between 
John and Danny and who's supposed to be taking power. They both hate Cersei and they both believe that Cersei is not the one to be held in power. But does John, first of all, John does not want to rule. He does not want to be king. He does not want to be a ruler. But he wants to have a ruler be, you know, a just ruler and someone that's going to be um, good for the Seven Kingdoms and also good for the North. The North remembers. I want to see Sansa um, on that so, throne. I don't want to see Danny anymore. I was such a hardcore Danny fan yeah. for the longest time. Now I'm like, she cray. She's crazy, and but she also Sansa's smart. Sansa knows what she's doing, and she. Cares. I don't think Sansa wants it either. I no, think John she doesn't. And John and uh, Sansa want nothing I to do with the I don't care what they want. But they're gonna have to. They're going to Sansa and Arya or maybe and Tyrion John on the throne. No. Ooh. Anyways, well, so, who do you guys want on the well, throne? Sansa, Arya, and John are going to have to. Pick. Danny's gonna be on the Iron Throne with John ruling the North. I mean, that's just what I, I don't think. Are I they think, gonna I stay think, together? No, no, no. I think Danny and John are gonna have to battle. It's gonna be Battle of the Dragons, Danny versus John. That could come. I could want be. that to happen, and because and John's gonna hate it because he's gonna be like, I have to do this because it's gonna be good for the realm. Blah 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 for everything. I think he's he'll hesitate though. I don't think he'll kill her. I think it's going to be not this next episode, but I think it's going to be probably one of the, either the last episode or right before the last episode. They're going to see a change in Danny, and Danny's going to see and Danny. Well, a little bit, but I'm thinking it's going to be full on, uh, like her father, and it, she's going to go a little cray cray, burn someone, and John's going to not be happy about it, and then it's going to have to be a whole battle. But they first have to go against the the Golden Company, which is you know twenty thousand. 20,000. 20,000 yeah. strong. So, I mean, already a depleted force. How are they going to take the uh, battle that? So, I mean, that's going to be the question. Um, but I think by the end of the episode, we'll kind of know how they're going to plan to do that. And I think Arya is going to be a big factor in it. It's going to be interesting. I think, you know, um, we brought up that the green eyes, uh, Cersei is the only one with green eyes left on the show. That's a main character. So... Is that Arya? Is she gonna take a face and is she gonna like oh, be I next would love that. be next to Cersei and Cersei's just gonna be like, oh yes, I'm winning, I'm winning, and then all of a sudden, dagger. Maybe. That's my thought. Yeah, you, and you could be right. I guess we'll wait until next we'll week. To find out. Well, does anyone does Cersei know that Littlefinger is dead? I don't think anyone knows that Littlefinger's dead. Cause that, what well, if who, she took Littlefinger's face and killed Cersei? Used it to kill Cersei. I mean, yeah. that's a, it's a possibility. Mm. There's also a theory that Littlefinger isn't dead. That he might have Yeah, I'm not face. cool with that. Yeah. Let's just. We'll see. Well, anyways, hey, everyone. I think this is a good time to wrap up this uh, episode of OCN Entertainment Podcast. Thank you, Graham. Thank you, Mackenzie, for joining me this week. Pleasure. And thank you. My million plus followers who <laughs> tune in every week to hear what I, along with my friends, have to say about things. AKA no one. Uh, exactly. Um, thank you to BuzzFeed. And Vice. Yes. And the internet. And of course, HBO. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you to our community now for the studio time and for making this show possible. And we will see you next week on OCN Entertainment. This has been OCN Entertainment, brought to you by OCN, our community now. To know more about what's going on in your community, for all the latest updates, information, news, and weather, head over to ourcommunitynow.com.